0: All right, let's look at this set of data. We have five data points, right? And we're going to look at what they look like on what's called a scatter plot, right? We're just going to put these points on. So 2, 1 is what? X is 2 and Y is 1. Negative 1, negative 3 is what? Negative 1 for X and negative 3 for Y. Zero, negative 1. Okay, 5, 6, and negative 3, negative 4. Okay, so here we have our five points, and they, they look like they're sort of on a straight line. There's no one straight line that will contain all five points, right, and that's our job. Our job now is to find the straight line, right, y equals ax plus b. We have to find the value of a and the value of b that will best fit this data. And remember what best fit means. It means what? It means that the predicted value of y right, compared to the actual value of y for each of these x values, if we take that difference between the predicted value and the actual value, we square it, and then we add that square for all, the, all five data points, that total amount will be smaller for our choice of a and b than for any other possible choice of A and B, right? The problem we're, we're doing actually, right, finding the straight line that best fits, right? that best fits the data, okay, that's a lot to say, right? And it has a name, it's called linear, linear straight line regression. Okay. If we had chosen to find a second-degree term, it would be called quadratic regression. If we had been uh, asked to find a third-degree or some other function, right? it would be that function, regression. Okay. Now, in order to find A and B, it, um, the actual derivation of how to get these results is beyond... Um, what we are able to do right now, but I can tell you what the result is, right? And I can show you how to figure it out, but where the formula for a and b actually comes from, um, you'll have to wait uh, before you can you can see um, exactly where it comes from. All right. Before we can actually do it, though, we have to have a lot of preliminary computations. The first one is the average, we need the average value of X, which we call X bar, right? Now, how would you get your average on a set of exams? You have, if you had five exams, how would you get their average? Right, you would add them up and divide by five. So, to get the average value of X, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to add up the X's. And divide by 5. So if we add this, we get what? 7 on the positive side and 4 on the negative side, which leaves what? 3 total, right? And we're dividing it by 5 because we have 5 data points. So the average value of x is 0.6, 3 fifths, all right? Similarly, we want the average value of y okay so we'll call that y bar generally the bar means find the average okay and if we add the y's up we get what? we get eight on the negative side and seven on the positive side okay which is what? negative 1 over 5, and that's 0.2, negative 0.2. Okay? All right, the next thing we need is actually, well, we'll do it in two steps. We need the sum of the squares... Of x of the x's okay so what do we have to do we have to square the x's and then add them up so what is the sum of the squares of the x's well 2 squared is 4 plus negative 1 squared right is 1 plus 0 squared is 0 Plus five squared is 25, and negative three squared is nine. Right? So the sum of the squares is what? 39. Okay. And then the add ab- this is this is S. Okay. We we'll call that Sx. The sum of the squares of x, right? And then the average value of the squares of x, right? The average will be what? 39 divided by 5, right? Which is what? 7.8, right? So we have that. Then what? Then we need, well, we can get the average, let's, let's just, while we're at it, get the average of the squares of the y's, right? we use the same notation, except instead of Sx, right, we'll have Sy. So what are we doing here? We're adding the sum of the squares of the y's, so that's one square plus, I'm just going to do it, okay? 1 square is 1, negative 3 square is 9, negative 1 square is 1, 6 square is 36, and negative 4 square is 16. Okay, so that's what? 52, 62, 63, right? And then the average of that is 63 divided by 5 is 12, right, point six. all right. Then the next thing we need, okay, it's, we're almost ready. The next thing we need is the sum of the products of x times y, all right, so What we're going to do is just multiply each of the x's by its corresponding y, right? And do that for all five data points, and then add them up, all right? So what do we get? 2 times 1, here I'll write out a couple, 2 times 1 plus what? Negative 1 times negative 3, right? Plus 0 times negative 1 plus 5 times 6, plus negative 3 times negative 4, all right? So that's what, Sxy is 2, plus 3, plus 0, plus 30, plus 12, so that's what, 47, all right? So that's 47. Right, and then the average value of the product of x and y is what? 47 divided by 5 is what? 9.4, right? 9 and 2 fifths is 9.4, alright? Alright, so now we've got all of our pieces. Right? And now I'm going to tell you from these pieces how to figure out A and how to figure out B. Okay? And this is the part I'm going to just give you a formula. Okay, And where this formula comes from will remain a mystery until much later. All right. So we have what? The A, which is what? The slope of the line. Yes. This is computed to be... Right? The average value of the products minus the product of the average values. Okay, So it's a little easy to remember. Divided by the average value of the squares minus the square of the average values. Alright, so that's why we had to do all of this, right, the average value of the product is what, 9.4 minus the average value of x is what, 0.6, okay, the average value of y is what, negative 0.2, okay, Divided by the average value of the squares of X is what? 7.8 minus the average value of the X's is 0.6 and we have to square that. Okay, it's a good thing you have your calculator. So this will be what? nine point four right plus point one two divided by seven point eight minus point three six right and if you do that computation you will get nine point five two okay divided by Seven point, what, four, four. Yes? Okay. And a quick division on that. Now, here you really need your calculator. Okay. Is one point two seven nine five seven. Okay. So, that's the value of A. So, let's put that over here. So Y equals 1.27957X, okay, and now we still need to figure out B, right? B is a little bit easier, the formula. Okay, here's the formula again for A, right? Okay, so... Again, it's what? The average of the product of X and Y, right, minus the average of the X times the average of the Y, right, divided by the average of the squares of X minus the square of the average of X. And then you just do the arithmetic. All right, B has a similar formula. Where should I put this? I think I'll erase this, all right? So, all right, make sure you got that. B, right, has a similar formula, well, but it's not as bad, okay? B is the average Y minus A times the average X, all right? Which is sort of easy to remember because it sort of looks like if you just solve this equation, right, this is what? B equals A minus, uh, Y minus AX. But what X and what Y are you going to use? Well, you're going to use the average values, all right? So in this example, B is going to be what? The average Y, where did that go here? Negative point 0.2 minus A. We just figured out to be what? 1.27957, and of course this goes on and on and on, okay, times the average x, okay, the average x was what, 0.6, right? So b, if you do that arithmetic, b turns out to be 0.9 negative, okay, Point nine six seven seven four two. Okay. So we can then put the B in, right? Whoops. And it's minus, okay, point nine six seven seven four two. Okay, so this is the formula for B. Right? Once you get A, it's, it's not too bad to get B. Right? And this equation then, this, this is the straight line Okay. that does what we claim it will do. It will, it will minimize the sum of the squares of the differences between the predicted value and the actual value of Y for these five data points. All right, so we have this line that represents the best linear equation to fit this data, right? But then the question comes up, well, how good is this this fit? For example, if we had some data points all over the place, right this this well this doesn't look like a straight line we could still do all of our computations right and get an equation that is the best fit but it would really not be a very good representation of this data so what we have is a, a way of measuring how good or bad the linear assumption is that these data points actually lie on a straight line. All right? The measure is something called the correlation coefficient. Okay. And what it does is it measures how close these data points actually are to being on a straight line, to represent, to being represented by a straight line, right? This is the expression, which again is going to be a mystery where this comes from for a while, right? But we can do the computation, right? If we've got all of our, our pieces, right? This is what? S, X, Y, the sum of the products of x and y, so that was 47, minus n is what? Five data points. The average x is 0.6. The average y is negative 0.2, divided by the square root of the average of the square, uh, sorry, the sum of the squares, right? That's not an average. There's no bar, minus 5 times the average x squared, okay, times the same sort of computation for the y's, the sum of the squares, 63 minus 5 data points, times the average y-value, negative 0.2 squared, okay? And if you put all of that into your calculator and turn the handle, you get 0.984817, right? What the correlation coefficient does, again, is it measures how close the data actually comes to being represented by a straight line, Um, the the short form of the theory is that if it's a straight line, yes, we can can shift. Remember, we did a lot of work with translations. So we can shift all of our data, right, so that it's centered at the origin, right? If it's centered at the origin, then what? Then a line with positive slope, yes, will have what? XYs in the first quadrant points, right? Both positive. Or points in the third quadrant will have what? XYs that are both negative. The products will be what? Positive in both cases, right? Whereas if the line has negative slope, right? Then what? The product of X, Y will be negative in the second quadrant, will also be negative in the third quadrant. Uh, I'm sorry, fourth quadrant, right? So that, again, all the X, Y products are negative. If we had points all over the place, right, some in each quadrant, then we would have positive products, positive products, negative products negative products they would sort of cancel each other right so that when we looked at this right if they if they all sort of combine both being positive or they combine both being negative right then we do have a better straight line fit and so the correlation coefficient actually says that if if r is close to positive one, right? Positive one would be what? A first and third quadrant, a a positive slope line, or negative one, right, which would be what? A second and fourth quadrant, a negative sloping line, right? So if R is close to positive one or negative one, the closer you get to one, the better the fit for a straight line. So if R is close to positive one or negative one, the straight line assumption is good, Okay, The closer you are, I mean, perfect would be if it were equal to positive one or negative one. That would mean that the The line actually goes through all the data points, If r is close to 0, right, that means what? It means you've got points in the first and third quadrant and points in the second and fourth quadrant, Okay, so that you're getting positive products for x and y and you're getting negative products for x and y. They're fighting with each other right, canceling each other. So if r is close to 0, the straight line assumption is bad. All right. OK, and this is called the correlation coefficient. Let's, I'm going to talk very briefly, I'm not going to do it, but I'll talk very briefly about another example where the data is, is real data as opposed to, this is still, right, these are very simple numbers, right, so that you could actually follow the computation of all of these quantities.